So, hey guys, uh, welcome to Gym and Tonic podcast number eight. Um, just had a few technical difficulties, so I am recording this on my phone, so I hope that the sound quality is okay. Um, so anyway, after Saturday, we felt we felt that we hadn't really covered everything. So, uh, you know, the, it was an emotional podcast. We had some great feedback on it. Uh, and I know that um, that basically last week, what I'm seeing is so many people had a rough week. You know, there were a lot of people um, that I've spoken to or touched base with who've, who've been really down, who've, you know, admitted to they've been doing a lot of crying. Um, I don't want to use the word motivation, but they've got no inclination, if you like, to do a lot of self-care. They, they don't want to exercise. They don't even feel like going out. And um, I felt that, you know, we talked about, after the after the call ended on Saturday, that we we should sort of get together again, following that, and sort of sort of say how things have been since, because they, they, you know, there are everyone's different, and me, Paul, and Tom are also all very different, um, and at different stages in our lives, and and we we handle things differently. So we felt it was appropriate to sort of kind of like touch base again and sort of let you know how we're doing. So um, yeah, I think. Uh, I'll, I was chatting to the guys before we came on and this week um, it started differently. Um, I've realised that my diet has been crap and a lot of the reason I've been feeling crap is because I've been eating crap food. Uh, you know, I think I've had McDonald's twice uh, this year, which normally isn't something I would go for, but I think it was a combination of laziness, can't be bothered. Um, uh well, I don't know it's a it's a funny thing it's not something that I've do very often but you know I have been really slack and I did actually go shopping yesterday and made a point of buying lots of food with lots of color so I got you know salads I got lots of fruits um and I've I'm not going to worry too much from a calorie point of view <clears throat> but one goal I have set for myself is that you know, every meal that I have is going to be a meal with some colour. You know, it's going to be something with salad, something with vegetables. I'm going to be having um, one protein shake a day, which I'm going to put fruit in. I'm going to put spinach in it. And basically, I'm focusing on to, in, to my own mind that I know that I'm giving my body the best nutrition I can possibly get at the moment. And in turn, um, you know, that will just help keep my energy levels up. Um, and just make me feel generally better and a little bit more in control. Um, the other thing is I know I need to uh, increase my steps as long as the government doesn't put a stop on that. Um, it's another story. Um, but I need to increase my steps. I haven't been doing anywhere near close to what I was doing before Christmas. Um, I, I have had problems with my hip, though, which hasn't helped because one of the things that aggravates the condition I have is walking um, and it, it gets extremely painful and I do actually end up limping. So I'm in the process of physio and having treatment for that. So <clears throat> um, again, I have to get my mind straight so that I do all my exercises. I have to do them pretty much every other day at least. And he did say, um, you know, I, I will have to go back. But so I've got lots of little little goals I've gone for um I'm not stressing myself out about doing crazy amounts of exercise but I have got my 
favorite things I like to do. And uh, like this morning I did power step, which was just invigorating. That's the only way I can describe it. It's one of my favorite things. Um, it was the right choice today. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I've got it, I've got it through um, Les Mills on Demand are doing um, 30 days free trial. And after that, to be honest, it's only $9.99 a month. So I've, I've signed up for that because you can choose anything from 15, 30, you know, or an hour, any workout you like, body pump, whatever you've got, you know, stuff for. If you haven't got any uh, equipment, there's exercises you can do. But it just means if you don't feel like it, um, that's fine. But if you do want to do a little bit, you can just jump in and do something. And it's kind of guides you. So uh, that's what I'm choosing to do. And that is helping me massively. So I do feel better. Um, I always feel better talking to these two munchkins anyway. But, you know, I do feel better. And like I said earlier, I'm, I'm going hour by hour. So forget all this day by day. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm going hour by hour, like how I'm feeling. And I'm just prioritising self-care and doing what I feel is right for me to make me feel better so that's where I'm at at this moment so yeah. how you guys been um yeah I mean for me it's it's again as I said in the last podcast it's it's this one's more difficult for sure mm. um and I have my own unique way of how I handle this kind of situation and again I don't advise anybody to follow the way that I do things but for me it's just almost like what you just said I schedule my day hour to hour and I do when I'm you know in normal setting when we're allowed to do whatever we want I do that anyway because I find that that causes me the least amount of stress because I know that you know, if I've got a lot of things I need to do that I can schedule time to do that. And I don't stress about all the things I've got to do. I just, I just focus on one thing at a time and I take it step by step. Yeah. And the only way that I'm really able to handle this lockdown, because I'm a person who likes to be doing a lot. I spend six, seven days a week doing as much as I possibly can, because I, I like that. I like the buzz of it. And when you get, you get put into this kind of lockdown situation that really tests someone with my kind of personality because you've got a lot of time where you've got to think of things to do. Right. Yeah. And uh, I don't do great in that kind of situation, but the best way for me is just to develop a routine where my days look very similar. Like I, I get up at the same time. I have the same morning routine. I, I work out, do my first workout at the same time every day, do my second workout at the same time every day um, thing, you know, things for, to keep me motivated for my workouts is like, I've got this system now where I write it on a little whiteboard and I write the workout out and I have to do everything that I've written before I do it. Because I know in this kind of setting that it's very easy for me just to go, oh, I can't be bothered to do that now. Like not in the gym, I'm not as motivated to do it, but it's more of the discipline that kicks in at that point to say, okay, you've got to do these, this amount of reps, this amount of sets, you've got to do this exercise, you might not feel like you're doing now because you've written it on that whiteboard. And I kind of alluded to this in the last podcast, I kind of do that with my day, I set my day out the day before, or actually, to be honest, I do it the week before and I set my week out. And, uh, you know, I just, 
I, I put things in and I just, I don't negotiate with the, with what my schedule is. I just say, that's, I've, I've said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to get it done. And that's kind of how I'm getting through my days. And I think as well, I also am very aware on the days where I'm not feeling that good. And I, I embrace that and I don't try and fight it. And I just say, do you know, I don't feel that good today. I don't feel mentally. You have times where you're just like, when, when's this going to be over? When are we actually going to get back to normality? And it's very overwhelming at times. And the only way I know how to deal with that is to say, well, I keep going. Keep, next thing, what, am I, what have I got to do today? And I, just, I don't give myself that chance to sit there and, and dwell on the, the thing that I can't control, which is when this is going to be over. I just say, well, what can yeah. I control today? Cool, I've got this thing I've got to do. And if I go again. And for me, that's, that's the, you know, when it comes down to like nutrition, you know, anyone who knows me, I am very kind of OCD with things. And the, the way that I've dealt with, trying to start off my nutrition is to go completely extreme and be very, very disciplined with my nutrition and very on point with it and um, have goals set for how many calories I want and, and have a plan. And I think I kind of alluded to this in the conversation before we started this podcast is that we don't have an end date for this. So what I've done is I've set end dates for certain things that I'm trying to achieve. So even though I don't have an end date for when we're going to get out of lockdown, I have an end date for when I want my calories to change or when I want to change my workout program or when I want to have certain things done, like I'm studying right now and I want to get it done by a certain time. And I've given myself end dates so that I don't feel like this overwhelming sense of like, this is never going to end because there's things that are going to end for me and things I'm working towards within that time period. Um, do you, do you I, feel that's your way also of taking back control? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a lot of the problem is people feel like every move they're making and opening the front door, going outside is all controlled. You know, they're being told when you can, when you can't, what you can and can't do. And, and I can get where you're, you're coming from, Tom. And I can hear oh, what yeah. you're saying is that you are, you've kind of taken a step back and gone, well, hang on a minute. You know, we are going to come out of this eventually, but I need to kind of take control now of, and make my own decisions about how I'm going to come out of this. Yeah. And I think as well, yeah. like you're dead right there. Like for me, I, I'm a big believer. I think I alluded to the last podcast is that you only, you only have, you can, you worry about the things you can control. You don't worry about the things you can't control. And yeah. I have merged myself in the things that I can control and fully focus on that. And I don't sit there and stress about things that are out of my control because at the end of the day, they're out of my control. And yeah. if I waste my time focusing on things that are out of my control, the things I do have control over don't get done as well or not as much energy is put into that. And so it's, it's easier said than done for sure. And it's, it's a lot, um, it's a lot more difficult at, for some days to, to really just dive into it again. I, I've got this, I can take control of this and I'm just going to keep going with it. And that's why I don't believe in motivation. I don't believe that motivation should be something that we live our lives on because it's too, it's too, um, uh, it's too controlled by emotions. And I think, I'm a big believer in using your intellect, which I equate to as discipline and using my brain and saying, right, what do I need to get done? What's going to help me for what I'm trying to achieve? And that's how I live my life. And I, and I use discipline over motivation for sure. But okay. I think, you know, for, for most people, they, you have to do it your way. Like my way yeah. would suit you and Paul. It would drive you guys crazy. And I think for, for this lockdown, especially is that people have to, give themselves a break. They have to do it the way they do it. They don't have to be as dialed into their nutrition or they don't have to work out as intense as some other people do. Do the way that you do it 
and do it because it makes you happy and it aligns with what you want. And yeah, yeah we didn't ask to be in this situation, so we need to do it in the way that, that we, we yeah. choose to do it. Uh, just out of interest, Paul, I know that the, the last podcast um, you did, you were very honest about how you've been feeling. Yeah. Um, has anything changed since then? Uh, yeah, so um, as I said in the last one, obviously, particularly in the build up to Christmas, I, I probably was not in my best place. Um, yeah. I've been on a very slow but slightly steady progression um but i've taken a bit more control of things so i've started um journaling every morning um which is helping massively and it's, it's such a simple thing um mm. but it does help massively and, and one of the things that i've i've tried to do in general is give myself a bit more of a a structure to how i start and finish each day so I, the first thing i do when i wake up in the morning is i meditate um and i do the same as the last thing i do before i go to bed um, and that's been helping massively just in terms of getting a bit of control over my, my brain. Um, do, you, do, you use an, do you use an app for that or do you just do yeah, it yourself? So I've been using the, the Headspace app uh, in the mornings, but also um, in the evenings, Headspace have got a series on Netflix. Um, oh. Really, really decent. Um, so I'm almost at the end of that. So I'll probably just keep rewatching it through, to be honest with you. Well, that's worth recommendation at the end, it, actually. It's really, yeah. really good. Um, they're like 20 minute episodes and each one focuses on like a different technique. And it's been really, really helpful from, from that perspective. Wicked. Thank you. That's really um, so cool. I've just created like a bit of structure. Now, I'm, I, I've tried to be like Tom and I, I, before Christmas, spent a bit of time and I filled my calendar with what I was supposed to do hour by hour, day by day. And what I'm really pleased with is that it's now what, like the 12th of January and I've yet to stick to a single hour <laughs> slot that I'd allocated. I've even turned off the notifications because I was sick of being told that I'm supposed to be doing my social media. <laughs> and what I'm actually doing is my you're effectively, you were effectively arguing with your own calendar. Well, I think what's worked with me. Yeah, I was. I think what's worked with me is. <laughs> you're not the boss of me. Since, well, since becoming self-employed, I've enjoyed the fact that I've been able to say that I've got the best boss around and that my boss is quite laid back and that if I want to play FIFA at three in the afternoon, he says play FIFA at three in the afternoon. And I quite like that. So when I started to put a bit of structure in there and I didn't account for FIFA at three o'clock in the afternoon, if I wanted to play it, I was like, mm, what would my boss say? And, and turns out my boss would still say play FIFA, which just conflicted with the, uh, the calendar. So that's kind of gone out the window. So I'm, yeah. I think lockdown is one of these weird this this one in particular is one of those weird things and like Tom said you kind of got to do it your own way but in a in a way for me I I know I need to find a, a balance between having a routine and living a way that makes me happy because if I live the way that makes me happy I won't move from the sofa for 12 hours and I'll just eat all the time which short term will probably make me feel a little bit better and feel like it's not the worst thing in the world this lockdown I have to stay indoors avoid people and eat all the time but certainly from my own health and my own goals in terms of my physique and that kind of stuff is going to be slightly detrimental because I don't really want to get fat again um as much as I had fun being able to show people that look I was fat and now look at me not fat and people go that's really amazing you get lots of feedback I, I prefer not to have to be fat again yeah, um, yeah so I, I get I, that I get that I, I, I'm yeah I'm in this weird place at the moment where I'm trying to find that balance between doing what's good for for me mentally so that I'm keeping on top of my own mental health which is obviously that's my that's my fundamental focus at the moment mm. is do what do what's good for my mind 
um, and my I can I can work on my body sort of further down the line. Um, but also balancing that with that, uh, with with not becoming um, a, a fat cunt basically in the next, yeah. however long this lasts for. Because if it's if it's still like February and they go, oh, it's actually works really well. We can all come out of it. Do you know, what? I can probably manage that process, but I don't think it is. And if it goes into March and then possibly April and then before you know it, it's the summer, um, I again, yeah, I I prefer not to resemble the body fat percentage of a pork scratching by the time that I'm I thought I, 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 I'd, I'd rather emerge the butterfly than come out looking like the cocoon yeah basically it, yeah so I, I'm I, at the moment I'm treading a really fine line between let's um let's do what's good for my mind and and let's not do what's bad for my body um, and I'm sure I'll get it right and I'm just trying to take the pressure off on myself um which I think Kind of plays into. I was going to touch upon it on the last one, but we 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 kind of got sort of a bit emotional, and and I touched upon my own struggles, and it felt like it probably wasn't the right time to start labelling people within the industry wankers for giving people false hope and the wrong impression. But I feel like I'm in a much better mood today, um, and I feel like my message is slightly more positive, where I've I've taken some steps to help work on my own mental health. So I'm I'm now just going to have at it. Um, if we don't mind, because I think part of the challenge that we have with the lockdown situations that we saw with the first lockdown, we've seen a bit with the second one, and we're definitely going to see with this third one is the fact that it gives people the opportunity to try and become uh, or portray an image of like superiority in terms of look how great I'm doing. And, and we, we touched upon it a little bit like the hashtag no excuses and that kind of thing. And what, yeah, are we touching on the gurus here? We are, yeah. So basically, uh, it takes me back to the start of the last lockdown in the fact that before we went into lockdown, we, we had this wonderful notion of people within the industry that like to give false hope to, to people where they release their little books with their generic follow this diet, follow this workout, and you'll be, I don't know, it's normally something that rhymes, like lean in 15, for example. Um, I can't, I, I, or phrases like that. Um, I believe the guy is Joe Wicks who does those books. But you go into Tesco's, and I saw it in January, uh, first time I went into Tesco's, right before we went into lockdown. He had a new book out, which is brilliant. Um, good for him. But people like that give a really false indication of what actually is required to stay fit and healthy um, not least because if you take his book lean and 15 his meals don't take 15 minutes to cook and 15 minutes of exercise and following his meal plan will only work if you're fortunate enough that your required calorie intake matches what's in the book um, although say, saying that if you had a book which had lean in one hour and 15 minutes on the front it just you wouldn't pick it up no, it's not quite as um, exciting. But so, so I, I it, to kind of bring it back to the point I was going to make. What frustrates me with this whole lockdown thing is that there is an awful lot of people in the industry who like to, like our friend Joe Weeks, like like to give an inaccurate representation of what's required to get into shape. And if that's not bad enough, that there it's normally people with exceptionally large followings um, that give off this impression of what it takes to get into good shape. You then mix that with the fact, and I really hope he doesn't do it this time round, but he did it last time round, where he did his free PE um, to the world. And all you had to do was just go on Zoom and watch probably the world's most unorganised and- Already started, Paul. It's already started. started. Uh, three times a week started this week 
Oh, good. That's just what we want. So basically, this is this is my issue with lockdown. It's not not that we're not allowed out, not that we can't see our families, not that we're basically being dictated to and we no longer live in a democratic society. It's a dictatorship. It's the fact that Joe Wicks is basically trying to rip off a fucking entire industry of people who are already struggling because their place of work is shut by offering free PT sessions. Um to the world labeled as a PE class. And that, that basically means that everybody is now going to assume all they need to do is jump around their living room for 20 minutes a day. And that's going to get them in shape. And that'll be the excuse now with everyone that you speak to who go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fat and I'm struggling with lockdown. You go, oh, I can help you with that. They go, yeah, but I do Joe Wicks, it's free. So brilliant. I was really positive, but now you've told me he's doing that three times. So he come back to being negative. I've got to do my journey. <laughs> Um, so, so with, with, the, with the Joe Wicks stuff, like, yeah. again, like a lot of people are going to disagree. They're going to say Joe Wicks is great and what he's doing is free and it's fantastic for everybody. And like, sure, do, do your thing, Joe Wicks. That's, that's fine. But I feel the problem, and I, and I tend to agree with you, Paul, on everything, but my stance on it is more of like fitness and nutrition is so individual and it's yeah. so tailored to the individual on, on your body composition, on your goals, on, um, you know, genetics, all that kind of stuff that if someone like him with that kind of following were to literally sit in front of the camera for 30 minutes and give free advice to how people can apply this information, this education to um, their own individual setting and how they want to do it, that I would be like, Joe is the greatest guy ever. because. Yeah, because it's, at the end of the day, you're looking, you're not looking for someone to follow and jump around because he may burn, I don't know, I, I've seen one of his YouTube videos, which was horrendous, but maybe he burned 150 calories, right? Well, the average person, one, can't do most of what he was doing. And two, the average person doesn't like doing what most, what most of the stuff he was doing because everyone's so different. And so are you actually going to burn 150 calories? Great. If you do that, it's like not eating one of those chocolate biscuits that you reached for yesterday in, in, the, in, the, in the pantry, right? So it's like, if you could actually, if people would actually go to sources of information that gave them the, the education to take control of their own nutrition and their own uh, workout schedule, then the whole nation would be a lot better for it because they would be way more educated. Yeah, exactly. And that's, the, that's what frustrates me a bit is, is the concept of bringing physical activity and initially it was aimed obviously at providing PE for kids but obviously the parents and stuff have joined in that the notion of getting people more active is brilliant the the frustration that I have is that it comes at the again comes at the expense of actually educating people what they need to be yeah. doing yeah we're in a we're in a lockdown we're going to probably spend more time sat down and, and be more sedentary than we're used to because we've got restrictions on how much we can do and where we can go and what, what we can do when we're out but your physical activity is only going to equate to a small amount of the calories that you actually burn and the majority of the calories you actually burn come from just being alive so if you wake up in the morning guess what you're going to burn like 75 percent of your calories throughout the day just by continuing to breathe all the time so getting getting a nation to focus on jumping around their living room for like 25 minutes like dickheads just to work up possibly a little bit of a sweat and distract people from the mundane is kind of like yeah, it's a good release, but it's like you said, it's completely distracting us from what we actually need to be doing. And he's got the potential there to yeah. to actually do good, but instead is like, oh yeah, look, here's my YouTube, but look, jump around, look how, how great everybody feels. Oh, buy my book. 
And but isn't that isn't that the danger as well? I don't know if you agree with me on this. And it's like like you said, 70 to 80 percent of our calories burned each day are going to be from just living, right? And then the exercise calories, the expenditure through exercise is a very small amount of calories compared. To, it's just it's just additional. It's yeah. just extra. It's just um, bonus calories that you burn, right? And the very then, will be ten percent, but it, it, to hit ten percent of your calories burned from planned exercise, you're probably going to be a professional sports person training four plus hours a day. The majority right, so of everyday people hit five percent. Right. So if you gave people the information on the other side of things, which is the how many calories you're consuming, and then making them very aware that hey, look you can actually burn more calories without having to jump around your living room looking like an idiot by walking up the stairs more, going for a walk, making sure that you understand portion control and low calorie dense food to high calorie dense foods. And, and, you know, making sure you have an idea of, Hey, let's not maybe cook with olive oil. Let's do it with a spray and save yourself some calories and probably save the calories that you would have done jumping around your, your lounge. As, as, again, for me, it's, if, if people who have a big following who I think they have a responsibility if, to get information, get education out to people. So again, they can also make their own choices on it and not feel the pressure that, oh, I've got to do the Joe Wicks stuff or I've got to do hit because everyone tells me that hit is the best workout or I have to do the Les Mills. You don't have to do anything. You can do it no. exactly how you want to do it. Exactly. And there's a thousand different ways to burn a hundred calories. And you can you can burn 100 calories by going for a walk or by sprinting on the spot for 10 minutes. Like whichever one floats your boat, go and do it. 100 awesome. calories, 100 calories. The thing that and I, Paul, I know yeah. I know you follow Duran Cartel, don't you? I do. Yeah. Have you noticed? He's amazing, right? He's yeah. in a hotel room in quarantine, and he's still doing his 10,000 steps a day. Yeah. He's doing it around the room, and again, like he's just disciplined himself. Sticking to the, the fundamentals, yeah, eating what works eating for amount of calories, getting a good step count in, and being yeah. and and I think what I get, I think why I get really like hit up about it is, is when again, you look at lockdown and the government have identified from the off that the the biggest contributor to the at risk category is people who are overweight and obese. It's, yeah, this isn't something that is specific to just covid you look at heart disease you look at cancer you look at all of the biggest killers of humans besides suicide um and the biggest contributor to 90 percent of those comes from people who are obese or overweight so we know we have an underlying issue in that people are poorly educated at, at how to eat within their body's requirements and then we go into a state of lockdown because too many of us are at high risk because they've eaten themselves into that category ultimately with the exception of the old people who have obviously just got born in the wrong year the bloody idiots um, <laughs> sort that out um but so we've ended up in this situation where it's like we've got old people and we've got basically overweight and obese people contributing to the fact that the rest of us have to stay indoors all the time and you've got a government that's like, yeah, we really need to address this. We really need to fix it. And their approaches are just so counterintuitive, leaving <laughs> all of the fast food chains who can deliver, who can either deliver or offer a drive-through service. You can remain open, making convenient fast food accessible to everybody, which is obviously relatively low cost. Yeah, and, and and the way that they 
justify doing that if they're like oh yeah we endorse the fact that joe wicks does this free pe for people brilliant and it's like yeah jump around your living room like three times a week is not going to equate for having a mcdonald's delivered your house three times a fucking day not just to back up your back up your point here is that the pt collective i don't know if you guys follow them but um fantastic company from the uk and they basically are putting together all these courses for pts and they posted Ooh. yesterday the worldwide obesity rates, right? And you look at countries like Japan have 3.7% of their population is obese, okay? And then you go to the other extreme, which is the US, which have 38.2% of their population is obese, right? And the UK, I think, is like sixth on the list. And right now we're at 26.9% of our population is obese. But you know, it, the, the, the data that they put out there just highlights, and they highlight it fantastically in this post, is that obesity is a lifestyle. It's a choice that you make. And no matter what anybody tells me about, like, um, you know, it's a condition and people have conditions. Yes, they do. But they also have the ability to manage their nutrition. They have the ability to, to exercise more and to, you know, to seek out education that allows them to take control of how they live their life and that lifestyle. And right now, what we're doing as a country is we're allowing 26% or 27% of our population to be in a category which is self-inflicted. Yeah. And yeah. again, it comes down to that education of just saying, like, I don't blame people. I don't blame people because I blame the industry because this industry has the power to get the information to every single person in this country. But it's people who, like Joe Wicks, that instead of taking that time they have, that, that platform they have to educate people and to, even if he doesn't know it himself, put people in, in, in front of the camera that do know this stuff, yeah. instead of trying to make low, millions of pounds off it, actually do us a favor and make people aware of how detrimental poor nutrition is how detrimental not exercising is and bring that number down. So by this time next year, that number is maybe down 25% and the year after it's 23% and start to, to make our, our country healthier in that sense, rather than trying to burn 150 calories a day by jumping around your fucking living room. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And, and on that point, one of the points you made there, which I think is really critical, something that we've probably all heard within this industry, not just the three of us, but any, you know, if there's other PTs listening um, and potentially a lot of people in general who have ever thought about their fitness, something we always hear is like the genetic sort of argument. Oh, yeah. Being overweight runs in my family. It's like, well, nothing runs in your family, evidently. Um, but, <laughs> Nobody but, runs in your family. Like, <laughs> Genetics will always play a part you, in terms of your physique. People always have a genetic input. But the problem that irritates me is that there are very, I'm not aware of any conditions that actually play outside the realms of thermodynamics. So, yeah, you might have overactive thyroid. You might have PCOS. You might have all, any of these conditions that make it more of a challenge but all it means is you've just got to pay a closer attention to what goes in your mouth and how hard you work and you might need to be a bit more patient it might slow down the rate of your your metabolism it doesn't stop it it doesn't mean that you can't lose body fat but most people see it as oh it's it's going to be harder for me so what's the point in trying um, and i think again there's there's so much potential out there for people 
to to take the the James Smith approach and go education first mm. and yep. actually use their platform for. A, I the, I the, cannot support that statement the, enough. To be honest, Paul, I cannot support that statement enough. You know, I I you know when I've touched on menopause with you guys in the past on podcasts and stuff, I can tell you now if I hadn't done that my nutrition course with Phil Learney and educated myself on actual what nutrition and food was doing to my body and how you know if I hadn't done that first you know I wouldn't be anywhere close to where I am now I'd be in trouble I'd be in trouble and I think that's what people need to do you know yeah but how have we got to a point where our fitness industry is is growing it's one of the biggest industries right now worldwide that's growing and people's education is not growing people's awareness money money Tom people can make money out of it that's it but the problem is, and I, I, I agree with that's why, but it's not an excuse because no. social media has never been more prevalent and people's platforms have never been so big. And we have, like, every, if everybody with a big pla- social media platform today decided that I'm going to educate as many people and get educated myself and continue my education, within six months you could ch- drastically change how people live their lives. Yeah. You could actually yeah. use, and that's why I'm a big advocate of social media because there are so many negatives for it, but there are also so many positives to social media because you could, I mean, just, just us with our little podcast that we have here, we're reaching people in their living rooms at a time where they actually need to hear this stuff. And we're yeah. not saying we know everything, but we are more educated than the average person on this stuff. And yeah. we're not going to pay for this. We just simply want people to understand that yeah. being fit and healthy doesn't have to cost you thousands of pounds a month. You don't have to buy these stupid supplements and you don't have to do these stupid workouts that we see on YouTube and that you can actually do it the way you can jump around as stupidly as you want to and make it as stupid as you want it to make it because it's your thing. Nutrition is your thing and exercise is your thing. It's not what Joe Wick says it is and it's not what the next guru comes out that says it is. Is what you say it is because at the end of the day, I probably burnt me and Paul and you were probably burnt 100 calories just ranting and raving about this already today. So we're uh, laughing. We burn yeah. 100 calories just laughing in the WhatsApp we do before the before the podcast. Great ab, great ab workout as well. I tell you, I've got a six pack, mate. From Saturday morning, I've got a six pack. <laughs> I've got a six pack from Friday evening. It's in the fridge. I've got a six pack for my Suki joke. <laughs> oh god i'm leaving i'm out <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's definitely one for another time i feel like we're yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%, yeah we're not going to touch on any charitable causes at the moment i don't think no but, we, we, um, we, okay we well has anyone else got anything they'd like to finish on and then i think we'll, we should call it a day well i just i hope that people when they listen to this they realize that you know there is there is hope out there and there are a lot of good PTs and a lot of good uh, people with social media followings that are pumping out fantastic content. And I think, you know, if you guys are not sure where to go, come and talk to one of us because we can direct you to them. Because I think we said before, show you said last week, you've started unfollowing so many people and I've, I'm doing the same. I'm just yeah. following the people that I know are educated and are actually pumping out valuable content, not the people that are just posting booty pics and yeah. say, you know, that you can do this, guys. Like, that doesn't help anybody. Actually, what helps no. them is education to, to, to give them a chance to do it themselves. Yeah, cool. Paul? Yeah. yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it's 
now more than ever, it, it's about finding what what works with you. And a, a, met, a phrase that I always use with, with my clients is this, the principle doesn't change. It's about finding a method that you can stick to and enjoy long-term and nothing is probably more relevant than now on the basis that we have an indefinite length of time that we're going to be in lockdown for. So you need to find a method that's going to work for you for the duration that we're going to be in this situation, six weeks, six months, or however long, pick a method, you know, you're going to be able to stick to and enjoy um, as long as it's applying the basic principle. Um, that, that you need to apply then you're going to be you're going to be fine and if you're confused just reach out for help don't don't go yeah. to who's got the biggest following go to who's giving the most credible information with the most yeah credible sources and, you know at the end of the day everything we say everything we talk about comes from the heart comes from love and it comes from passion for for helping people and i think that's the most important thing um that we want to get across you know yeah we may rant we may rave but it, it all comes from a really good place yeah, absolutely. So. I call Joe, it's a cunt. It comes from my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Joe. If you're listening, we love you, Joe. Yeah, love you, Joe. There's your invite, Joe. If you want to come and join the podcast, <laughs> you're welcome, buddy. <laughs> only, well, only if he's going to educate and not jump around his fucking room whilst he's on it. <laughs> I would love to sit and watch him do that for an hour. <laughs> 15 minutes, sorry, 15 minutes. <laughs> right, I think we're about to get binned off of time. So yeah, I guess right. we'll call it there. See you later, guys. Love you, people. Cheers, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.